0: hello and welcome aboard the battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith I am David back thank you for listening David how's it going I'm how are you? responding what no I'm I know but I'm I'm supposed to ask how you are
1: okay I am good how, how's it going
0: I'm doing all right I'm a little you know uh, listeners probably figured out uh, because I think you and I tweeted enough about it yeah, that's right I'm on Twitter now um, yeah at more lessons that's right. Uh, fun stuff but we uh yeah we tweeted enough and they probably figured out from the lack of episode last week that we had uh, some major technical issues um yeah. my computer broke uh and i had to have the hard drive replaced uh which resulted i i i'm sad to say in the loss of a of a of a fun guest episode um yeah
1: we, as we we mentioned when we were on Paul Goble's show that we had done our own summer movie wrap up yeah with uh, Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini of yeah. ComedyFilmNerds.com. dot com, right, and uh, uh, currently
0: under construction. Uh, indeed, yes, and um, yeah, and and we recorded at the same time that we recorded with uh, Bill Dwyer. That's why, of course, he went into oh, making right. fun of Graham. It wasn't that arbitrary that he just decided to make fun of Graham <laughs> Elwood. Uh, they they saw each other in between in between episodes, but uh, yeah. So that episode is unfortunately. Uh, not available now, of course, if you want, you can listen to i I can post uh david 's track and graham's track did you get to edit them to be coherent no <laughs> because here's what here 's the thing if it was if it had been like your track and chris 's track, maybe because Chris was close enough to Graham and close enough to me that with some and neither one of us would have been clear but I could have boosted the audio a little right. bit for us um and it, we might have been able to make it work but as it happens it's the two that just are far away from each yeah, we other were over in the corner and uh yeah so
1: making eyes at each other
0: <laughs> yeah it's a shame that was a good episode lots of fun but it, oh yeah. well um it was a summer movie wrap up and uh but David and I have covered that material over at the Paul Goebel show. Yeah. So head on over and listen to that. Audio's not too great on that one either. So it, uh, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's you know because it was a different miking system than right. he usually. I never listen to his show when I'm on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Can't. I listen back to it to see like because I always have fun in the moment, uh-huh. and then, I'm, then I and I feel like oh David and I we really did well, like we really kind of held our own, and then I g- listen back and I'm like hmm. We do all right. Uh, I think I just get swept up in the moment. Yeah. But uh, but you had some good ones in there, David. So oh, everyone you. go and listen to, because uh, we're on uh, two episodes in a row. It was a lot of fun. Back to back. Back to back.
1: Speaking of back to back episodes. Oh, indeed, yes. We're, we're about to do, because we, because we uh, long-time listeners know that I cannot allow the number of episodes to be different than the number of weeks that we've been doing this. That's right. Uh, so since we didn't do one last week, we're doing two this week That's right Both sort of on the same topic,
0: our top 100 list yeah. uh, And and so yeah, sorry everybody that it has taken so long uh, to get that together But as we said, between the uh, complicated tabulation of votes And my computer dying uh, it is, uh, It's taken probably about th- two to three weeks longer than I would have preferred So, uh, But it is, uh, as a... When this episode is available, the the whole top hundred will be available on uh, the website, uh, complete with uh, brief discussions of them and, and cross references with uh, with the top hundred characters list. and oh, cool. stuff like that. So that's awesome. I know it takes a lot of time, <laughs> but uh, anyway. So yeah, so that's that's what we're going to be uh, talking about uh, today uh, in both episodes. But you'll you'll hear more about that uh, in a minute uh, because uh, David. I'm a little sad, and I know that I have to assume, not because I'm an uncaring person, but because I think you have more stake in this, I have to assume you're even sadder than I am about the passing of Patrick Swayze.
1: Yeah, indeed. I was actually surprised by how sad I was. Yeah. Uh, You know, we knew it was coming. Yeah. We knew he was ill. And he's not a guy, other than like Donnie Darko, he's not in a lot of movies that film geeks or or film nerds or whatever really flock to. Yeah, that's true. But- I mean, for for people our age, you know, he was in, like, for guys our age, he was in Red Dawn. For girls our age, he was in Dirty Dancing. He's yeah. he's and a big Ghost. part of all our, yeah, Ghost was yeah. five years after Dirty Dancing. Is
0: was right? it really? Ghost was 90. Yeah, Dirty, no,
1: Dirty Dancing was 87. Okay. Yeah. Not 85. That doesn't matter.
0: But that's the thing. He was also, for guys our age, he was also in Point Break.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Which I was going to hold off. Uh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Point Break is uh, yeah. my favorite of his whole uh, uh, his whole career.
0: What about you? Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, it's hard to pick a favorite. Um, and I'm actually being... That sounded more sarcastic than I meant it to, because I'm trying to think. Simply by virtue of my favorite performance of his, it probably is Donnie Darko. I mean, He's he great. really captures what that character is and what that character is supposed to be. Like, he is supposed to be very... not Like, not since uh, Bill Murray in Larger Than Life have I seen a more conv- a more legitimately convincing performance of, like, a self-help guru, like a mm-hmm. motivational speaker, you know? So, but the difference is that um, Patrick Swayze's character, he kind of buys into his own yeah thing this the system or whatever that he that he worked out and of course when you find out what the character actually is uh and that he does have a great deal of self-loathing as well mm. it really is it's it, it's really a a solid character played very well and i was hoping that it would kind of revitalize his career um and it didn't really um, I know that he was in that show, The Beast, uh, yeah. which I, I never, I didn't watch, uh, and it got only so-so reviews. But, but yeah, and so I, so as far as straight up performance, I'd probably say uh, Donnie Darko. But I, I think he's really great in The Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was really great in Red Dawn, as ridiculous as that movie is. Yeah, um, I've not seen Roadhouse. Friend of the show, I. Jason Eakin, recently to. watched it and loved it as much as that sh- movie can be loved. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah. And then I have not; I haven't seen Point Break since like it was a new release on on VHS. So, well, man, uh, it is awesome. I it
1: was, that was my little sort of way of paying tribute was that uh, last weekend, the girlfriend and I watched uh, yeah. watched Point Break. All right, and you know, it's funny you mentioned. His, uh, I mean, it's not to be unexpected that you mentioned his acting, his ability to act, because as as, as cheesy as the screenplay is for Point Break, you know, Patrick Swayze really did create a character with mm. Bodie. Like, there's, you, you could you could see, you, you know, he's, I mean, he's saying things that people only say in screenplays. Yeah, you know, but you can see like. In in the way he conducts himself, his sort of like being the way that he's sort of torn between his uh like hippie like love of nature and yeah a, a, and then his the somewhat violent way that he makes money yeah you know uh and you can you can see him constantly trying to to justify himself to himself mm-hmm. you can see that going on in his head and that's that is to the credit of Patrick Swayze because yeah. it's I mean it's not It's not all there on the page. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I-, I love Point Break. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's, uh, it's in my opinion, one of the all-time best movies about male friendship that's mm. ever been made.
0: Because... Uh, we haven't talked about buddy movies ever on the show. <laughs> we should. We should do an we episode. Should. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, Point Break is a movie about uh, how... Th- th- male friends there's always this sort of friction because they're both because men are competitive yeah and it's like i'm friends with this person but i want to be better than him yeah and that's sort of always what's going on in in point break and that's
0: and in life i mean that's how you and i are oh definitely all the time yeah so me more than you i'd say (laughs) um see what i did there yeah that was Um, awesome (laughs) but uh you know it's One of the things that I uh, that I said on Facebook right after I found out was that um, it has kind of it it saddens me a little bit that Patrick Swayze, because of the decade in which he flourished, which was the '80s, -hmm. and because some of the movies that he was in, I don't know why I said some, because all the movies that he was (laughs) in uh, in the '80s had kind of a rather melodramatic tone. that a lot of people have come to view him as something of a joke, almost a almost the way people used to view William Shatner before he showed that he was kind of in on the joke, yeah. Um, and he knew how he was regarded. Um, people would just kind of make fun of Patrick Swayze, and I I did as well. You know, it's just he's he was an easy kind of an easy punchline stuff like that. But you know, there is some there is something that when somebody passes away, you do try and think of okay, well, positively, what did they. Contribute to you know film and 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 their their art their craft and so uh, and I started thinking that Patrick Swayze he uh, he's a very good actor I'm not sure if I would say he was a great actor but he was all he's always memorable mm-hmm. he always makes the character uniquely his own mm-hmm. and he just he always brings what needs to happen that's the thing you you mentioned in, in Point Break, uh, Point Break. That he he says a lot of lines that people say in scripts. Well, his, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. He doesn't play them that way. You know, he play the character doesn't know that he's right. he's saying these things, and so Patrick Swayze doesn't treat it like that. He really does. And if you watch, as ridiculous as Red Dawn is, uh-huh. I mean, he's and that's one I haven't seen in quite a while. He's called up. I I I've seen it more recently than I should have. Still, <laughs> ten years ago, but I maintained more recently than I should have. But um. He's called upon to actually, like, you know, cry. I mean, he's kind of the the center. He and Charlie Sheen are like the center of that film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, there's all the crazy elements around it, but their relationship, because they're brothers, I believe, um, they're called to really bear whatever emotional weight is in that film. Uh, themselves and Patrick Swayze real I mean he's got to cry he's got to yell and you have to believe all of that that's that's the only way you're gonna believe this movie and and so I just and I and I feel like it's it's a shame that he has been characterized as something of like an 80s joke and it's like well don't don't throw his abilities as an actor out because some of these movies happen to be silly uh-huh. you know um, and as I said, I don't think he was a. I don't think he was a great actor, but he he was a solid actor. He always did what he what was required of him. And I remember one of my one of the uh, everyone has has mentioned this, but one of the best SNL sketches ever is the Chippendale sketch with him <laughs> and Farley. Now, Farley is of course the person getting laughs, but the key is that at the end when they say because I think. Uh, chris Farley is literally literally playing a character named barney because as if him being fat and shirtless wasn't enough they need to go with the least sexy name out there uh so they're like i apologize to
1: any of our listeners who might be named barney
0: sorry you know um but like it's like gus you know and so sorry to anybody named gus (laughs) sorry to everybody now that i think about it but the uh Sorry. Oh no, I feel bad. But um, <laughs> so the uh, sorry now I'm thinking of all the Barney's: Barney Rubble, Barney Frank, Barney Fife. Uh-huh. It always works. Barney uh, from uh, Simpsons, yeah. Barney Gumble, and uh, so anyway, so everything about Farley's characters is just ridiculous, and they're like Barney. You just look; your moves are great. but you're just too flabby to be a chippendales dancer and then when they have patrick swayze defend him he defends him like he plays him as like this aw shucks kind of guy who just rolled into town (laughs) it's like he goes hey look guys i just want to say that i really do hope that in picking me it's because of barney's horrible body and not because of his moves because as far as moves go man he's got me beat like he really (laughs) he just plays it so sincere and it's just and i remember finding that part more funny because he just plays him as such a good-hearted guy (laughs) you know and uh and then i think there and then like voiceover narration kicks in and he says he goes he goes, you know, I knew that was those were the times of my life. And, swear, <laughs> and of course, I've had the time of my life kicks in. And it's just everything <laughs> about that sketch is ridiculous. But, you know, so he could play comedy even though he had to play it straight. But he understood why this was funny. And so, yeah, Patrick Swayze. It's, and also it's just sad when somebody dies kind of, you know, before their time. Yeah. Um, he was I mean, he was almost. Uh, sixty I think, but fifty seven yeah. is very young. So yeah, uh I'm sorry, did you I, I've been I was I got so hung up on the Barney thing that I forgot <laughs> that I've been talking for like the last twenty five minutes. Uh did you have anything else you wanted to mention about uh about uh, Patrick Swayze? No.
1: I, I would like to uh, uh say what um I don't know if any if you follow the Sklar brothers on Twitter Mm-mm. but they said um wherever Patrick Swayze is now at least he's with Jennifer Gray's original notes <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny yeah very funny um okay, so uh so let's uh, i guess we can move on now um right yeah, absolutely here's what we're gonna do david your your line
1: oh right, let's get into it, shall we okay uh, here's what we're gonna do we got we we have our 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 user generated listener generated top one hundred movies of all time that's right, um and as you said, it took us a while to tabulate and because people can't seem to, didn't seem to get the message that we said every episode, which was sent yeah. it to both of us. But
0: It's okay. Yeah. Hey, it's two like email you addresses.
1: We understand.
0: And who's if you, got the time? Yeah, and
1: uh, if you feel bad about it, you can always make it up to us by going to com and clicking on Donate.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> um, so here's what we're going to do. We've got the Top 100. We're going to do... This episode, we're just going to sort of talk about the list in general. Right. You know what... Uh, just our impressions of of it, and I mean, I'd say we'd, we're happy with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would
0: say so for the uh, most part. Yeah, for the most, okay. I'm happy with it. David's happy <laughs> with it. I am disgusted. <laughs> That's no overstatement, um, of course.
1: Then, uh, but we're, we're not going to talk about the top ten in this episode. Right. Next episode is going to be all about the top ten yeah. movies of all time. That's right, according
0: to our listeners. Yes, who are very intelligent. That's right, and like good movies, indeed. Um. Okay, so uh David, about uh-huh. the list, uh what did you like? What didn't you like? Uh was there any are there any films on here that really stick out as something you feel that you're happy were, was on there or or honestly films that you're like, "Ah, really?" What um, do you got? Well, I mean,
1: obviously everybody knows how I feel about about Fight Club, but yeah. and uh and Magnolia, these are not movies that I love. Yeah. But as far as cultural impact and impact on like the film geek community,
0: you know, right? Uh, wait, what? What do you? I'm sorry, I couldn't find Magnolia on the list immediately. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, do I have a different list? No, it's right there. <laughs> okay, so. good.
1: Um, yeah, but but I'm I'm not really pissed that they're on there because enough people love them that uh, I, I'm, I'm willing to say it it must be just me <laughs> with with Magnolia, not with Fight Club
0: uh yeah i'd say that's about that's about right um yeah and and fight club i mean when it wound up on the list it's it's at number one hundred right now everybody <laughs> um, and honestly in the uh because as 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 i think we've we've stated before uh how we kind of organized this we went by votes mm-hmm. when there was a tie, then it was up to david and I to order them the way that we saw fit. We could have left Fight Club, Fight Club off.
1: Yeah, we, we yeah that was it was a tie with a few others at the end there. Yeah, uh, and yeah, but we we because we're such good people. That's right, objective people, magnanimous, nice. <laughs> uh, I yeah, we, I didn't,
0: oh, never mind. I was going to make a joke about magnanimous and magnolia. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, we we try. I like how you say continue, and then you start talking. Yeah. Well, I saw that you were about to take a drink of water, so I figured, like, oh shoot, what have I? What have I gotten us into? Um, yeah. So with uh, with Fight Club, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's just some movies you have to understand from a cultural standpoint. Fight Club is always going to be remembered. Be- like <clears throat> I, I keep thinking, like, well, it's only important to our generation. Well, our generation's going to be around for a while. Hmm. Um, and I feel like they'll probably pass it along to another generation. I really do think that regardless of what I might feel about it, Fight Club will be remembered, uh, both for the way in which it is made, but also its philosophies um, mm-hmm. and the way that it made certain people uh, think. Now, I feel like philosophically, mm, it's, it's, I think it's a little shallower than, people, than, than other people think, but... Um, you know it's it, it's a film that really it came about at just the right time you know like the y two k was about to happen and oh man is it's it gonna be the end of the world and and mm-hmm. you know there' was a lot of there's there was a certain degree of like prosperity in the country, but also at the same time like a year before like columbine had happened and and stuff like so it was just there was like any kind of wait wasn't that the same year as columbine was Columbine 98 or 99?
1: I think 99, but I could be wrong. Okay,
0: all right. So it
1: might have been... Okay, so it was, it was no, it was 99, definitely. Okay. I'll tell you how I know. All right. Because right after Columbine, there was a real big crackdown on letting underage people into R-rated movies. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because, of course, R-rated movies were to blame for Columbine. There's no question about it. Um, and I had to uh, use my friend's ID to see Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. That's how I remember that it was 99.
0: Okay, then. All right, good. Okay, so Did I ever 99. tell my Eyes Wide Shut story? No,
1: on the on the podcast, I'm sure I told you.
0: Yeah, uh, you might have mentioned it on the show, but uh, continue.
1: Um, well, you know the the last line in the movie, she says, "You know we have to do now." You mentioned it on the show. I have. Yeah. Okay. All right. The uh, an old woman no, no, asked no, no, no. you to repeat. No, I've already talked about it. We're not mentioning it. No, it was an old. It was an old dude. An old dude. What was what was that last thing she said? Fuck. <laughs> That's what I thought.
0: <laughs> he was just trying to put you in an awkward position. Yeah. He wanted
1: the power, David. Um, yeah, well, in my head, because I was 16, and I was, like, uh, not supposed to be there, and I was like, like oh, I can't talk to this guy. He's going to tell on me. He's going to know I'm 16. <laughs> he's, pl- he's planted here by the theater management. Um, oh, but figured out so- 16-year-olds who are uncomfortable saying fuck to old people.
0: Well, that's all of them, I would have to assume, <laughs> yeah. um, except, the, except you know, the punks. Yeah. And so um Rats scallions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Man, you're doing you're doing good with the words, David. Um, Thank you. And so uh so yeah, okay. So like there was Columbine and then like only a few years before there was uh, you know, Oklahoma City. Like a lot of like national tragedies like happen from within. Like somebody furious about whatever and they just kinda take revenge on the system. And so Fight Club really reflects that. You know, Mm -hmm. back before we back before, like, uh, our enemies abroad became a big issue for us, I would say. And so um, so Fight Club really was a product of its culture. And I think it has also helped to shape culture uh, since then. So, yes. So that's why we included it. Um, are there any other things that you you feel should not be uh should not be on here? Well, I didn't say that I felt that it shouldn't be. Right, but right. Just, but just uh
1: yeah. I mean, if it were my personal top 100 it wouldn't have been, but right. that's But yeah, no, I, there's I'm really like I said, I'm really happy with the list. I, yeah. I think it's a well, another thing I like about it <clears throat> is the way that it um it doesn't feel uh too Time period specific, you know, like we didn't it wasn't like all films in the last fifteen years, and it right. wasn't all films that are in black and white, right. you know there's a really good mix, and the more recent films uh well, with one exception, the more recent films are ones that are going to be remembered for a long time as great movies what is that, that exception that exception is memento okay i that's that's the thing i I might actually be more upset about memento being included than I am about Fight Club, right. the thing is I like memento, yeah. I, I like it a lot. I enjoy it a lot, yeah. but it didn't. It doesn't have the cultural impact that Fight Club has, and it's right. not top one hundred
0: great. It's it's just a it's a it's a good movie. Well, I think I think one of the reasons that it's included, I would I would uh, categorize it with Shawshank Redemption, not in the sense that I think it's as good a movie as Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. It's a movie that critics and audiences like, right? And that honestly, that doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. And when I say audiences, I don't I I mean broad audiences. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people I mean, there's a reason that they that Christopher Nolan was tapped to do the Batman series. Right. Because he's good at make he was good at making movies that were really great and got a lot of critical acclaim, but that a broad audience can see and love. And so I feel like that's why Memento is included is because it's a it's you know, there's a lot of movies yeah. on here you and me can talk about, our listeners can talk about but i can't i can't say hey mom don't you love brazil mm-hmm. you know i mean it's just not that she would like memento either but you know my for example my dad liked memento and he enjoyed it a great deal and so i feel like that doesn't necessarily warrant inclusion on the list but i think that's maybe why it's on there is because so many people when they think of a great movie one of the of like in recent memory, one of the movies that they will probably think of immediately is Memento. Um, mm-hmm. I think it will be remembered, but not as a groundbreaking kind of film. It might be, if anything, it will probably be remembered as the film that put Christopher Nolan on the map, who right. went on to make really great films. And I'd say it's uh, similar with The Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight is on this list pretty high up, too. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with it being on the list. Maybe not that high up, because it's but it, but yes, it will absolutely be remembered much for the same reason because audiences and critics, everybody, yeah. everybody loved it. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. uh c- continue.
1: No, that's, that's what I was saying is that I, uh, I like, I, I like the choice that I like that we go from, you know, from sunrise and, you know, uh, I'm trying to find another, <laughs> another silent movie. Is it another one? Oh yeah. There's plenty. Uh, city lights, yeah. you know? We go from that all the way up to, to Old Boy, you know, yeah. and uh, and The Dark Knight, and it doesn't feel doesn't feel weighted in either direction. It f- seems like a really even headed look at yeah. you know a, a century plus yeah.
0: of film. Here's uh, now, David. Have you noticed the lack of something on here? There is something missing from the list that does bother me. Do you know what it is? Mean Streets. No, I don't mean a specific movie. I no. mean a specific genre. Comedy? Sorry. Documentary. Oh. There is not a single documentary on this list. That's, that's true. Yeah. How many votes do we get for documentaries? Not a lot. Uh, I think we got a Capturing the Friedmans, Really? And I don't think we got... I think we might have gotten a Hoop Dreams as well. But only like one vote for, for each of those. And uh Yeah. Like, it took me a minute to realize it, because I was like, okay, well, all right, how are we how are we doing on foreign films? Got a lot of foreign films. Yeah, and, we have like this... a, like
1: a quarter of these are in foreign, are foreign language, yeah. which is, I mean, and obviously, I mean, most of our listeners are English-speaking, so it's going to be weighted towards English-speaking right. movies that make, you know, that's just the way it goes. Right. Uh, and, of course, America makes the best movies, right? Rah, rah. I um, kind of agree with that, actually. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I do like that there's like literally a, qu- I think just over, I think I counted 26. From a lot of different
0: countries too. Yeah. Which is, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, so, uh, how are we doing on silent movies? Okay. Well, we got a nice, nice chunk of silent films. Like a lot of the, I would say the important ones. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we doing on foreign films? Okay. We got foreign films. Oh, we got some comedies on here. We got, Hey, wait a minute. There is not a single documentary on here now. Yeah. What documentaries do you feel? If there were going to be any on here, which ones do you think should be? Well, you be mentioned on here? Hoop Dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely Hoop Dreams, uh without a doubt. Um
1: I don't know, one of my favorite documentaries is Hearts and Minds, which is a, a Vietnam documentary mm-hmm. uh it was made in seven like early 70s when Right. when the whole Vietnam thing was going on. But I don't know if I don't know how many people have seen that. So right. I don't I'm you know not surprised, but uh I don't know, that's it's funny that you said that cuz uh, you know my top 10 movies of all time don't have any, docu- doesn't have any documentaries in it. Yeah, it's I mean,
0: my top 100 has like three. But, yeah. you know, because, and just, I, I and oddly enough, I've never seen Great Gardens. Neither have I. But I've seen Salesman, which I love. I think.
1: I've seen Nanook of the North. You sure have, yes. Yeah, 35 millimeter.
0: Uh, I've not seen. Fun. I haven't seen Harlan County, USA, but I hear it's amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen it have either. Nor have I seen Triumph of the Will. I've seen Triumph of the Will. You know, and it's just. And so I feel like, I mean, there are, I mean, documentary is a legitimate, you know, it's a legitimate, uh, film genre. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just, but I, I feel like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe people thought that that wouldn't be included. Like I, I found that some people don't even think of documentary in the same way as they think of, you know, narrative fictional film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so maybe they just thought that that wasn't included. And admittedly, you and I didn't mention it when we said, hey, you know, these can be short films, silent films, what, you know. Yeah, we films. never said documentary. We never said documentary. I, I guess I thought it was implied, but at the same time, it wasn't in the forefront of my brain to say. Um, so That's yeah. That's an interesting uh, point. So there is a lack of documentaries on here that, uh, that is a bit sad to me. Um, so yeah, uh, next time we do this, next year, um... That's a joke, of course. We're not going to do this again. <laughs> Maybe in 10 years like the AFI. Uh, 10 years. Oh, yeah, geez. we'll still be doing this in 10 years. You know what? We might still be doing this in 10 years. Um, but the... Uh, yeah, so aside from that, um, I would say that every every genre is pretty well represented. There's a surprising number of comedies on here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at Annie Hall.
0: Uh, Ghostbusters. The Apartment. The Apartment. Groundhog soup. Day. Duck Soup. Uh let's see. Animal House is on here. Of course. Yeah. Um I'm trying but, to think. Uh, Yeah, we, yeah
1: let's talk about, we okay, so we've talked about some of our problems. So let's talk about what we like about the list.
0: Well, uh, real quick, are there any are there any uh specific movies that you wish had been included?
1: Well, I mentioned Mean Streets. Right. I, I do think that's uh a really great movie, but I mean we got we got good fellows on here. Yeah. Uh which is a great movie. Yeah. But, uh, so, I don't know. Something about the... Uh, I don't know. Something about me really responds to Mean Streets. Just this sort of... Uh, it, it feels, feels It weird. weirdly more European, hmm. that movie, because it's...
0: Well, it certainly feels more raw, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I've never been a huge fan of Goodfellas. I respect it. Yeah. But I just... It's not a movie that I feel they need to watch over and over. I know people that do. That it's just, a very
1: watchful movie.
0: It is. Um. Just not to me strangely enough but um yeah i'd say probably there's there's just two uh i really wish that night of the hunter had been on here. Oh, that's a good point yeah um
1: yeah oh and of course discreet charm did not yeah that's true the
0: cut which is that's sad but um uh, double indemnity is not on here neither is the maltese falcon neither is the maltese falcon that's correct but, uh, can't win them all, you know. Yeah,
1: but let's, let's talk, because, like I said, I'm happy with the list. It sounds like we're just sitting here
0: complaining about it. Before, uh, okay, okay Tyler's I'm...
1: got some more complaints.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay, I, I, I will say that I am also, when I said earlier that I was disgusted, I, of course, am joking. I am also very happy with this list for, for the reasons that David has mentioned, which is, I mean, it's, it's very varied. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. a nice blend. You've got foreign films, you've got, uh, a lot of different genres, a lot of different uh fr- a lot of different film eras. Um now and I'm not sure if I should have a problem with this. And it has nothing to do with our listeners. Mhm. I mean, I guess maybe it does, but I don't fault them. So I compared this list to the IMDb top 250. Uh-huh. And I believe there was like like a 75% overlap. Yeah. Does that seem... Like, part of me was... I don't know why, but I thought, like, I thought, like, all right, well, we're really going to think outside the box, you know? Uh-huh. But at the same time... And so so then when I saw that much overlap, I thought, like, oh, jeez, no, we're just recycling the IMDb Top 250. But but then you know, I realized, like, well, that's because the, the movies crowd. are great.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty know? much... I mean, the type of people who they are going to take the time to send us their list of 10 movies are the same type of people who are going to go to IMDb and true. vote for movies. They're, That's true. Uh, proactive film geeks.
0: <laughs> proactive film, Greeks, uh, film geeks. Film Greeks as film well. Greeks. They're very opinionated. Are you,
1: you going to rush the proactive film Greeks in the fall? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and so I so I first had a problem with it because I really, you know, I don't know. I just I thought like, like oh, man, there's going to be stuff on our list that no one would ever think would be on a list. Um, and then of ter- of course, but there's only so many, uh, amazing groundbreaking films uh-huh. out there and I shouldn't be displeased that a lot of them turned out on our list. They should be on the list. They're the best movies of all time. Mm-hmm. There's only so many best movies of all time <laughs> that you can have. So, so I had a, I had a, an issue with that, uh, at first. Uh, I guess part of me was concerned. I wanted people to, like, look at the list and be like, be like, wow, I've, I haven't heard of any of these. Uh, and all of the, I'd say all of these are films that people have at least heard of. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well.
1: But there are films on here that
0: I haven't seen. That's true. I, I won't yeah, go into them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll probably be able to tell when you read through, uh, <laughs> read through it on the website. But, uh, anyway, okay. So, so that, and that's not really even a beef. It was just an initial reaction that I had. Uh that of course has nothing to do with, with the listeners. But uh but yeah, so as far as things that we like, David, take it.
1: Well I'm so happy that Verkmeister Harmony has made the list. <laughs> and I have to wonder if it's because our listeners know how much we love it. Yeah. But I, that's just me being vain. It's a great movie. Of course people are gonna vote for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh and I'm. In, do do you think that it warrants uh, inclusion on the on the list? Yeah,
1: I think uh, I, I think, um, I mean, Bay hasn't doesn't have, you know, as many films as Scorsese or some of the other people on this list, yeah. you know, but, uh, uh, with the films that he's made, he's made quite an impact on sort of like film academia. Well, know? he
0: doesn't have as many separate films, but I think if you look at the length, I think <laughs> <Right>. he's probably <laughs> shot as much film as anybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, he makes long movies. That is true. Um, And uh, Verkmeister Harmonies is, even though it is itself over two and a half hours, I think. Oh, yeah. Something like that. uh, It's one of his more accessible movies, I guess, because it's not seven hours long. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) That's what makes it more accessible, yes. The fact that it does not require your day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It Um, will probably
0: ruin your day. Not ruin, but uh, it will change the tone of your day. (laughs) But uh, it will not require all of it.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm really glad that's on here. I mentioned Old Boy before. I really yeah. Um, that that's a movie that I um, had, had sort of put off watching because I thought because like we've talked about before, I'm more of a snob than a geek. And right. Old Boy seemed to me like oh, that's a geek movie. That's something that's yeah. going to be like uh, you know on on back the Thai warrior that geeks like, but yeah. isn't like a great film, you know. Uh, and uh, I did the same thing with Battle Royale too. Uh, hmm. put, put it off, and then both those movies. Watch them, and they're both amazing. Uh, Battle Royale didn't make the list here, but Old Boy did. Have you seen it?
0: Battle Royale? No, I haven't. Have you seen Old Boy? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, really? Either. Yeah, yeah. Everyone says I'll really enjoy Old Boy. You, you will. Yeah. I mean,
1: there are some parts that uh, I know you. You're slightly more squeamish than I am, and there's one or two things that you might uh, you might be turning your head away
0: from. I'm trying <laughs> to think if I'm more squeamish.
1: Only slightly. I'm actually pretty squeamish for, yeah. for a uh, for a callous punk, twenty something yeah. white kid. I'm uh,
0: well, I'm, s- I'm actually pretty squeamish. You're you're even further from being in your twenties than you were a little, a little while ago. You just uh, had yeah, a birthday. I recently had a birthday, which I think I might have mentioned
1: on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then somebody uh, made fun of me. Some random person. That's how, that's I I, feel, I I like when people I don't know take the time to be mean to me on the internet because it makes me feel famous. Because <laughs> I get I get the impression that in this day and age that's what being famous is: anonymous people being mean to you on the internet.
0: <laughs> that sounds awful. That speaks volumes about how horrible the country is. Um. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Yes.
1: <sighs> um. Yeah. Old boy. Um. Is, is great um, I'm surprised uh, there's only one Wong Car Wai film but mm-hmm. I'm glad it's In the Mood for Love Yeah, you know I, would, I mean <clears throat> I love Chunking Express and Fallen Angels you know and, and I like Days of Being Wild quite quite a, quite a bit but um, In the Mood for Love is his masterpiece so it makes sense that that's the one that, that gets included mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah, I do want to talk about you know directors who showed up more than once yeah. you know there's a few of them there's uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and Scorsese.
0: Yeah. Um, Who else? Spielberg shows up quite a bit. Right. Um, is there Altman showed up a couple of times? I think. Is there just the one Fellini?
1: Just Eight and a Half?
0: No, La Dolce Vita's on oh, here as Le well.
1: Vita's on here. That's right. I like La Dolce Vita better actually. But eight and a Half mm-hmm.
0: topped it. And then Nolan shows up a couple of times. Uh, Sergio Leone shows up a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, is there only one Ford on here? As far as I know. And only one, only one Werner Herzog, right? Just Aguirre? Yeah.
1: No uh, no Fitzcarraldo?
0: And I think only one Capra. Well, that makes sense. There's a couple of Bergman, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's to be expected. Wait, what do you mean that makes sense? I know it's a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a... I, no, I, I d- love
1: Frank, Frank Capra. You know I almost named the cat my cat, which I ended up naming Cardinal Richelieu. That's right. Uh, Who you share it. a birthday with, I believe. Right? I actually don't. You I don't? I used to think I did because okay. someone told me I did once. Okay. Or I think it might have been a typo in something. but All right. r- uh, The actual Richelieu's birthday was September 9th, not the 19th.
0: So now, there's no there's no reason for your cat's name to be Cardinal Richelieu. Now it just appears that you admired Cardinal Richelieu.
1: Yeah. But I, d- I have done... Uh research into Card- to Cardinal Richelieu and I think I'm gonna the cat's name is just Richelieu now. Okay. Not Cardinal Richelieu Okay. Because Cardinal Richelieu's sister was insane. Okay. And was uh convinced that her skin was made of porcelain and that it would break. Hmm. And that's fascinating to me, so I've decided my cat's name after her now.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, that's uh that's like a fun kind of insane. Not fun for the person, <laughs> no, certainly. certainly. But it's no. neat when you hear about it. Yeah. I think I might have come off come off really callous just now. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, huh, she's she's been dead for four hundred years or something. Yeah, but it looks like I'm being mean to crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, there's a couple films that it, it, you would not. Exp- I mean, you're not surpri- wouldn't wouldn't be surprised that they're on the list, but I could also just as easily see them not being on the list. Like, mm-hmm. for example, the best years of our lives. Yeah. Um, well, I do feel like I don't know if
1: that's, I. When I was sort of a younger film fan, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't hear about that movie that often. Yeah, and it seems like somehow it's had kind of a resurgence. I don't know if it's. Uh, I mean, I think there's a good there's a good chance that it might have something to do with the, our country being at war again, and yeah, and the best years of our lives is an actual like sort of uh, a sort of hard, unflinching look at the of uh, the effects of a war that most people think of as a good war. Right, right. You know. Um and I I th- I, I think our country being at war again and not being uh sure how we feel about it all yeah. the time, you know. I mean some of us are sure one way or the other, but the country as a whole yeah. doesn't seem to have its mind made up. Uh you know, and and uh, uh I think that's I think might have something
0: to do with the resurgence of the best years of our lives in the past few years. Well, I think it also might just be, I I think it might be, our awareness of the film might have to do with the fact that we are getting older, and as such, are hanging out with a different group of people. Mm -hmm. I saw Best Years of Our Lives when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. not a lot of other people had seen it except my dad, and then-
1: I think I was in high school.
0: Yeah, and so it's like so I was like, "Wow, nobody knows about this movie." Uh-huh. And then you get older, and then in college, a few more people know about it, and then you move out to Los Angeles, and you meet even more people that are like you, right? And I think I think that my I, I think there probably is a resurgence because I I feel like uh, films like you know the Hurt Locker. I mean, there have been a lot of movies made about veterans. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in the Valley of Valor is another one, um, and so I think people. Like, at the very least, critics would probably say, oh, this is very similar to this film over here, you know. And so, so uh, yeah, so I'd say there probably is a certain degree of, of resurgence. But I do feel like, as far as the classic films go, um, I feel like not enough people talk about The Best Years of Our Lives because it's not a classic film like Casablanca or Maltese Falcon or or, you know, any of those where it's just, it really has a movie feel and, like, kind of cool characters that are just very much a period of the uh, a function of the time in which they mm-hmm. they were made, you know. Um it was just uh just a straightforward film, you yeah. know. And and really uncomfortable and really sad. Yeah.
1: It's not the type of filmmaking you see a lot from that era of Hollywood. Right. Right. You know what, it came out in 46, is that right? Yeah. I mean? yeah, that's it's a, that's amazing that uh, to me because I mean we still look back on World War Two in sort of with sort of rose-colored glasses as oh, a yeah, nation, yeah. you know, and the the fact that that you know two years after the war, you know, that was
0: yeah. It says like yeah, you you expect a film like that to come about maybe in like fifty-five, <laughs> right? It's like all right, ten years later, we're ready to look back at the negative aspects of it. No, it was a year or two after, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, and that's why I like it is because just the the. To me, it represents everything that, f- that film as art should be, which is willing to take an unblinking look at something that people, uh, that people in general aren't willing to look at. And I don't mean from a political standpoint. I just literally mean something inside themselves that they'd rather not deal with. And the film's like, uh, I want to deal with it, and I feel like you would benefit from me doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's why I love it, and that's why I think it absolutely belongs on the list um, because it's a perfect example of of that sort of thing. So I was really excited that it was that it was included. Um, let's see here.
1: I was going to say something, no, I can't remember what it was.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but, okay,
1: uh, I'm glad that Empire Strikes Back is above. Uh, a New right. Hope or right. Star Wars, as I call it, I mean, yeah, because I like to piss piss off nerds. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, because it, it's like, oh, you're not nerdy about the things that I'm nerdy about. Fuck you. I don't care about your nerdiness. It really, it really, my nerdiness does. trumps your nerdiness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does make me sad that that calling the first film calling a new whor- uh, a new horror. <laughs> That's what <Oops>. you said. <laughs> I guess uh, you know. Uh, I'm in Paul Gobel mode where I think uh, where I keep thinking of porno names for <laughs> films. Yeah. Um well, no, I think a, I, I think the latter trilogy cuz you would have been called the new Horror. <laughs> well done, David. <laughs> um but I, I getting to call a new hope Star Wars uh that bothers me that we can't do that anymore cuz right. I you know growing up because of the and it's because of these three the new three films the three new films uh-huh. and uh, it's like, no, when I grew up, there was Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. I know they're all Star Wars, yeah, but come on, we all know what we 're talking about uh-huh. and now these then the three movies come out, and it robs us of that, and for nothing for these cra- so these crappy new movies can be made now I have to qualify when I say star wars uh-huh. pisses me <laughs> off i 'd be willing to do it if they were mo- if they were like really good, but they right. weren 't no ugh sorry
1: but yeah I, Empire Strikes Back is, is the better film and I I, I love Star Wars yeah New, I love A New Hope uh, yeah. you know uh, I'm not one of these uh, you know too cool for school guys yeah who doesn't like that movie I love it but I, Empire, Empire Strikes Back is, is the better film and, yeah. and Jedi sucks
0: ah see <laughs> I <laughs>
1: ah.
0: I understand okay Ewoks yeah I get it
1: but I was just kind of doing that
0: to me I know facetious I know <laughs> Everyone talks about the Ewoks, but you know what? Freaking Jabba's Palace is in, that, is in that one, and it's awesome. Yeah. Also, there's the whole thing with Darth Vader and the, you know, the, the, the crux of that relationship. But still, mm-hmm. it also had the Rancor monster, and that's all I cared about when I was... In fact, as a kid, I would watch the first 25 minutes of the film and then just turn it off. Because <laughs> I didn't care about the rest. Uh, I only cared about the Sarlacc pit. Um, what, uh, what are your feelings on the inclusion of Eyes Wide Shut?
1: Oh, that's it's funny to me, actually, that that's on there. Um, Because what else do we have from Stanley Kubrick on here? Paz of Glory?
0: Dr. Strangelove.
1: Dr. We weren't supposed to talk about the top ten. Well, you
0: asked! Ah, I didn't know you were tricking me.
1: (laughs) I didn't mean to. Okay. Okay, so Dr. Strangelove is not anywhere on the list. No, and I'm pissed off about it. (laughs) Okay, um... Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, I Eyes Wide Shut is a, uh, it has turned out to be a good movie. Yeah, uh, I think it got. I think people were unfair towards it when it first came out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty baroque and pretty nuts. That yeah. movie, it's bananas a little bit. Bananas, that movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you see it apart from, I think there was just so much like. So many other things going into it. That he had died before it came out, mm-hmm. that they had uh CGI pillars to into the orgy yeah. to keep you from seeing people uh naked or something, and that it was, you know, uh Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman right. and that they had been shooting it for like twelve years or yeah. whatever it was. Uh you know Kubrick
0: said This movie legend it really, I got to get that guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, geez, he's really, he's really blown up since, since then. I'm glad he's a part of my film.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, uh, it, it, it sort of had so much around it that people weren't, we weren't all able to see it as just a film when it yeah. came out. It was sort of an event. Yeah. Uh, for all those reasons. And I think now you can revisit it and, and see it fits very well into his, uh, au revoir. Very well. Um, and uh and it's a and it's a very well made film and very very tense and weird
0: yeah and it's just and it really just does such a great job of just creating this world i mean you can't watch that movie and then just easily return to life i mean uh-huh. it, it just it really envelops the viewer i mean i remember i mean i saw it in the i saw it in the theater and i of course uh lied to my parents and said i was seeing wild wild west really <laughs> Dead. That happened a lot. Uh, really? Yeah. You don't seem like a guy who lied to his parents. Uh, at the time, to- well, at the time, my parents, you know, I was 17, uh-huh. and um, which is old enough, of course. But my my parents had heard about Eyes Wide Shut because, you know, it's a film that its, controver- its controversy certainly preceded it. Uh-huh. And so I think even my dad, who let me watch a lot of stuff, I think even he would have said, like, hey, uh, I don't think you should be watching that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, so I, that's the thing. They should have been able to tell I was lying when I said wild, wild west because <laughs> they knew me well enough <laughs> at that point. But, uh, but, I did, yeah, I so. did go see
1: wild, wild west in the theater, uh, with my high school girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and it was just cause I was a big movie snob and still am, right. but she wasn't. So whenever we go to the movies, I would pick the movie. Yeah. She wanted to pick the movie once. We saw Wild Wild West, and then on the way out, I was
0: like, all right, you don't get to pick the movie anymore. And she was like, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, when we were dating, Jen and I had that thing as well where I would usually pick the movie, and she would always she would always like it. I mean, it was, uh-huh. there was nothing like that. But uh, I actually said, we were at a video store, and I said, Jen, you know what? I'm sorry. I've been a jerk. I keep picking the movie. You can pick the movie now. Uh-huh. And she picked Sweet Home Alabama. Uh-huh. And so we we watched it, and afterwards, she t- she turned to me. And said, You can pick the movie from now on. <laughs> I mean she of course she's picked movies since then, but right. uh in the moment I it's understandable. You feel like I guess I can't be trusted. Um but uh yeah, and so I saw Eyes Wide Shut in a surprisingly full th- I saw it the day it opened. Me too. Surprisingly full theater oh, yeah, it was in packed. Springfield, Missouri. Ah. And I I'd be fascinated to interview uh you know the the people that I saw it with, I uh-huh. saw it with uh, with Matt Bennett, who's a friend of ours. And yeah. he uh, he and I just, like, we drove home in pretty much silence. Because <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't want to talk about this. Not because I didn't like it, but because just like, I, I feel like there are no words. Uh-huh. It's a film that just really just bowled me over. And I just thought it was really astounding at the time. And I have not seen it since. And I really want really? to. Because the more I think about it, much in the same way as like, Bergmeister Harmony is I didn't like that when I first saw it. Um and that has gotten I now love it. Eyes wide shut. I really liked it when I first saw it and now I realize like this that movie is amazing. And I think people are starting to come around on it. Yeah. Um which is good cuz I think you're right. It's uh people remember they remember everything about it but not it. Yeah. And so uh so I feel it's now getting kind of a a, a resurgence to to use your word.
1: Yeah. Speaking of uh, being quiet after a movie, have I told my Saving Private Ryan story on the podcast? Do you, Do you know this one? That
0: one I don't recall.
1: Okay, so I went to see Saving Private Ryan with my my friend Armin, mm-hmm. and we were driving. He, he like uh, I don't think I even had my license yet at that time. At that point, that was ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the year I turned sixteen. So yeah, I didn't have my license yet because that came on in the summer. Yeah, that's not important. But anyway, he was driving his his mom's old car, and I found underneath the passenger seat. This old Ren and Stimpy cassette that he had had when he was, you know, when when Ren and Stimpy was on. It was like something that Armin had listened to as a kid. And we were like, oh, let's put this in. And we were like, we're putting it in and laughing and like singing along and turning it up real loud, you know. And we went to the movie, you know. And we saw Saving Private Ryan. Left the movie theater. Didn't say a word. Walked to the car. Got in the car. He started the car. And then just at full volume, just happy, happy, (laughs) (laughs) joy. (laughs) and he like quickly like turned it off like it was burning him or something like he had to turn it off so fast and then we just sat there and just like lost it just oh yeah uh, laughed for five minutes well
0: you know i mean you're not you're you don't have to go through that you should be happy um now uh there are only i believe two coen brothers films on here Uh they are fargo and the big lebowski yeah now you I would I would venture to say you are a bigger Cohen Brothers fan than I am. Okay. Um What do you think about that? I'm not surprised
1: that it's those two. Okay. I mean I'm uh, I it, it wouldn't have surprised me seeing as there there will be, there will be blood is on here. Uh, yeah. If No Country for Old Men had made it, yeah. that wouldn't have surprised me either. Right. But um I mean I I have trouble picking favorite Cohen Brothers movies. Yeah. I have least favorite Intolerable yeah, it, Cruelty. You, yes, you do have. Yes. <laughs> um but uh yeah, I it, it could have been any two. It could have been Blood Simple and Miller's Crossing, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and I would have it could have been Hudsucker Proxy and uh Barton Fink and I'd have been fine, yeah. you know, cuz I love all those movies equally. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not surprised it's those two. Those are the two biggest ones. And I think I think Fargo was one of the films that they'll definitely be remembered for.
0: Right. Do you think don't get me wrong, I love the Big Lebowski. Do you think that it that it uh I mean cuz it's it's pretty high up here. It's uh like in the top 25. Yeah. Um do you think that it has and it's not a new movie i mean it's it's 11 years old now so people have you know it has it's been allowed it's it's been allowed to breathe basically mm-hmm. uh and as far as and when i when i tell people about how high up it it is and how i am just in a knee jerk way i'm just like kind of wary about that people are like no i think it's one of the great best comedies of all time
1: yeah i agree okay yeah i mean it's yeah, is the kind mean, of movie like? Do you, do you remember there's there like a short Onion article uh, like a year or two ago? It was like, uh, your your one friend is always watching The Big Lebowski when you go to his house or something like that. <laughs> and I actually like I know a guy yeah. that I used to uh, hang out with. Pretty much every time I would go to his house, he was watching The Big Lebowski. <laughs> or we would go to you know this is when I was into like the whole rave thing, and we'd yeah. like get back to his place at like eight o'clock in the morning, and he'd be like. All right, uh, don't have a beer and watch Big Lebowski
0: go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it is a movie. That's the thing is I just again, when I say uh, it is a knee jerk reaction when I see like Big Lebowski, one of the best movies. Come on. Um it's a movie I watch frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean I lo- I saw it in the theater twice uh really? at the time and I just and I was telling all my friends about it cuz I really loved it so much and uh and then I bought it as soon as I as I could, and then, and I watch it a lot, and and I just like, well, you know, I I don't know what it is. I, maybe because it's a comedy. Maybe because I just I think any film that like is uh, that has that kind of cult following, and I just in a stupid in this stupid way, maybe I'm contrarian. Maybe I just feel like, hey, I liked it first. Jerks. <laughs> right. Like, it just, everyone feels like a Johnny come lately to me because I'm stupid. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so I'm just like, I'm like, you, almost like, uh, I feel like, uh, uh, Professor Frank. Have I said this before? I don't think so. I feel like, okay. So, uh, Professor Frank on The Simpsons had to, uh, teach a class and so he had one of those little like vacuum Uh cleaner corn popper things yeah and the kid's like when do i get to play with him he's like you will not get to play with it until you can appreciate it on as many levels as i do (laughs) and so and so i almost feel i feel like that with with like the big lebowski i'm like hey jerks i get that this is like the big sleep all right i get it and i saw it before any of you did you will not get to appreciate it until you, can, you will not get to like it till you can appreciate it on as many <laughs> levels as I do. And as I saw it in the theater and you didn't, I believe I saw that opening night as well, uh, then uh, yeah, I'm always going to win. And it's a stupid attitude and I need to lose it as soon as I can. But uh, but yeah, and so because I feel like it's in, it's included by people who are like, hey man, Big Lebowski, it's like the best movie of all time. And it's like, and and I feel like oh, you don't even know good movies. It's just a movie you saw, <laughs> and, and it's like yeah, but that's probably not our listeners, to be honest with you. And so, so I I had a I had an emotional journey when I first saw how often it was being submitted, uh-huh. and I because there was a time, and maybe it was just the films the 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 list that I was being emailed, but there was a time when like Big Lebowski was being submitted more often than like Citizen Kane, and I was right. like what kind. What have I done? Why are we doing this? <laughs> and so, and then of course it it, it leveled out. But
1: but uh, I remember you did call me once when we were getting and you were like, uh, "Listen, David, I don't know if we can. We had to do something else with the tabulating process. Back to the future is way too high up.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I was just like, "Wait, wh- what? I've. I guess I guess we've because you know we've gotten more listeners recently, and it's just like." Wh- I guess I'm way off. Maybe we've acquired people that I don't want.
1: No, but Back to the Future did end up on the list. Yes, it did. Uh, which I think is... Which I don't have a problem with. And it ended up in, in a reasonable position. Yes, I would agree with that. Just just south of the halfway mark. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a great movie. Now, also, we, we should wrap up, yeah. actually. But um, what do you think of... Because Back to the Future is obviously the first of a trilogy. Right. It's the only one that's on here. But what do you think of uh, Fellowship of the Ring being the only Lord of the Rings movie that made, that made the list?
0: I, here's the thing, and uh, this is, I think this is where you and I kind of differ. Uh-huh. I was, anytime, because sometimes the trilogy was submitted, sometimes Fellowship of the Ring was submitted, sometimes, I think once Return of the King was submitted. Yeah. I was inclined to put them all together as a, as the trilogy, because it was made that way. Like, if somebody had said... Yeah, like, but it wasn't voted
1: on that. It wasn't
0: voted that way. People spe- specified Fellowship of the Ring a lot. Yeah. So we were fine so I'm fine and with And there that. were a
1: couple of votes for the trilogy. Yes. Um and uh Which I, I, I chalked them up to the trilogy and that
0: didn't make the list. Weren't, right. Weren't enough. Um and if and that's the thing is if people had submitted if every submission of uh of Lord of the Rings had been the trilogy, I would have been fine with incorporating it because it was always meant to be seen as one unit. Mm-hmm. We did get a couple submissions for the Godfather trilogy. And it's like, well, that was never meant to be one unit. Right. You know, at the very least, like if if you want and then we had some people say uh package 1 and 2 together. And it's like, well, I'm not sure if 2 was supposed was always meant to be. 1 was going to sit be on its own. Yeah. And then they chose to make a separate thing, a separate film. And then Godfather 3 is so far, you know, so so far after that. It's so far off the mark. So far off the mark. <laughs> now you know what? Now that I think about it, the one submission we got of Godfather trilogy was the Godfather trilogy minus the third one. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, that is an interesting way of phrasing <laughs> that. But uh, but yeah, and so uh, so yeah. As far as just the the, the tabulation of the Lord of the Rings, I remember just feeling kind of conflicted about it. But I, I started last night. I was watching Fellowship of the Ring again because I just want to throw in something that I was familiar with and. Uh, and it is it is definitely different than the other two. Yeah. It keeps everything on a it's still on a grand scale, but it's on a much smaller grand scale. You won't find a lot of computer generated armies. Mm-hmm. Like when when the when the characters are fighting, it's like these these nine, it's not there's nine guys in the fellowship of the ring, right? Okay. Uh it's <laughs> these nine fighting mm, 20 uh orcs. Uh-huh. Well, you all that is with stuntmen, and so you get a much more. It feels more vibrant, and it feels more real. Yeah. And in the moment, now the the, but the epic, CGI stuff is well done. It's incredibly well done. Absolutely.
1: The, um, I like. I think I actually like Two Towers the best because of the Battle of Helm's Deep.
0: Two Towers is my favorite. I really yeah. enjoy it, but. Uh, but yeah, I think Helm,
1: Helm's Deep is in the second one, right? Yes. Okay. Because I, um, I get angry emails. <laughs>
0: But I do know people that actually spe- that specify that they do like fellowship the most and they consider it that one they don't say the trilogy they say fellowship of the ring is one of the best movies ever mm-hmm. like I I I know lord like big lord of the rings fans who say that and I think it's because first off it kicks everything off and it kicks it off so well and it's a sta- and it establishes the characters, also, it has like you know a, a lot of the big moments, like Gandalf, you know, facing off uh, uh, with the Balrog and all that, um, and so I'm fine with it, with that one movie being being on the list, if as opposed to the whole trilogy, um, because while it was never meant to stand on its own it is a film that really does such a great job of establishing the world of lord of the rings mm-hmm. and the characters that uh that yeah i'm 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 perfectly fine with it okay so
1: well on that i think
0: we should wrap it up this is a good list it is it is a good list yes absolutely uh honestly uh what i would say is is uh and and uh, i think i think we've actually gotten a couple emails uh about uh, something like this that uh somebody Will kind of take some of their cues about what to rent from like stuff that David and I say uh-huh. sometimes, and oh, that's and that's very flattering. Oh, they but should. I feel like that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Listen to a, us. Damn right. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Donate. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and so I feel like you could go by this list and get a nice little education in film. Mm-hmm. You know, because you've got a lot, all the different era- with the exception of documentary, but. Right. You've got a, just a really nice selection of all different kinds of films and and it's v- it's very comprehensive and yes, I'm very I am very proud of our of our listeners for uh for generating this list. So way to go guys. Good job everybody. But uh but yeah, we will talk about the top ten in the next episode.
1: Yeah, until then, uh you can get us at uh Battleshipretention dot com. Yep. Email us at tyler at battleshippretension or david at BattleshipPretension.com, depending on which one of us you want to reach. Right. The uh, the names match up to our names. That, that's true. Yes. Uh, and of course, you can follow uh, me on Twitter at the Pretension and Tyler on Twitter at More Lessons.
0: Yes. More Lessons. For the record, More Lessons is the official Twitter of more than one lesson. My other podcast. It's not right. me as host, so you'll get a lot of updates on that. Right, uh, and then I'll occasionally mention something from Battleship Pretension, but yeah, I leave but all it's those mostly like
1: like right wing Christian bullshit, right? On over or at more lessons. Absolutely, yeah. there's no question about it. <laughs> Thanks, by the way, for that jerk. Um,
0: <laughs> you son of a bitch! All right, <laughs> no, that was a joke. That's, that's know, not that, what you're like at all. I I know that, but still, it's nice to be uh, completely dismissed like that. Um, the joke was that it's. Uh, <laughs> all right, now we're in a fight. I it's fine it's fine it's fine not I didn't in front get, of the listeners i i know <laughs> there's 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 a backstory to uh my being offended okay. by that and i of course know you don't mean it right because you know me right
1: you're just afraid that the people who would have thought that, that is actually what your twitter is right okay
0: no. so okay if I'll you, tell you that story off air. If you want
1: to find a lot of uh, weird Christian-y bullshit on Twitter, follow, follow Billy Corgan. Yeah. That's the way to go.
0: That's fascinating to me.
1: Yeah. Following Billy Corgan on Twitter is one of the greatest decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> 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 so I,
0: I recommend everyone do it. All right. Okay. So uh, so yeah, we the next episode, are we going to be doing it like within a couple of days of each, or maybe both on the same day? Uh, probably within a couple of days, I think. Okay, so in a couple of days, report back here, everybody, uh-huh. and uh, you can find out about the uh, the the ten best right movies of all time. One of which is not Doctor Strange. Love. absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you can pro- you'll read about it on the uh, on the website anyway. Yeah, but you won't be able to hear our comments. Right. You can read versions of them. Maybe I won't put the top ten up until you know for a few days. That'd be fun. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll get you next time. Bye. Bye.